Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another day, therefore it's another episode. Today's episode, I sit down with Ben Thatcher of Royal Blood. And it's great, uh, as you are about to find out. Um, before we get on with today's chat, um, just a few thank yous. I'd like to thank Tom uh, for facilitating this this, this chat. Um, big thanks to 76 for producing this podcast. Um, thank you to Scroobius Pip and all my friends at the Distraction Pieces Network, which is uh, a wonderful little network to, to go and explore and uh, check out some, some ACE podcasts. Um, and just quickly to thank you lot, um, because sometimes I forget to do that until the end, and so I'm going to get in early here and just say thanks loads, because over the last year, you've helped me really develop this podcast, you know, to, to enable me to sit and talk to, you know, people like Ben from Royal Blood. Um, and if this is your first time listening to off the beaten track then uh long-time listeners have had the opportunity to listen to some great tracks by supporting this podcast and 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 them guests have included such names as Fatboy slim um foo fighters deftones um chuck d of public enemy um um, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue and then uh, Melanie C of the Spice Girls and, and I've spoke to lots of actors as well um, Thomas Turgoose, uh, Michael Smiley Maxine Peake, Joe Hartley Amanda Abington there's just some, some really great natters that have, that have come about through um, you know you lot supporting the podcast and getting behind it and and liking sharing it to your pals and things like that so just a, a huge thank you to you lot for for uh, helping grow this podcast into uh, to what it's you know fast becoming um which for me is an absolute joyous thing to do so thank you um Right, if you want to um, support the podcast uh, in any other ways as well, there's a Patreon, um, and by supporting that, you, it's not just a, a token support, you get lots of content there as well. Um, I put up a, a radio show each week over there, sometimes two, I put up video episodes over there, and bespoke um, recordings as well, so you can find out about that and everything else you need to know about at www.offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. Right, I think that's me done and we can get on to the good stuff. Please enjoy Off The Beat and Track podcast with Ben Thatcher of Royal Blood. Right, I've got to take a quick break in this podcast because I've got some super exciting news. Off The Beat and Track podcast is proud to go into partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. That's right. 
The cacao bar is not a chocolate bar. It's all the best bits of a chocolate bar put into a really exciting new alcoholic range. That's right. Gin, vodka, and a beautiful range of cream liqueurs. So one of the big bonuses of this partnership is obviously I'm super thrilled to have Hotel Chocolat working with us, but they sent me a great big box of this stuff. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Go and check it out www.hotelchocolat.com or over on the socials at Hotel Chocolat. But yeah, in the coming months, there's going to be opportunities for you to get involved with competitions with us, to win bottles of stuff. There's loads of exciting things coming soon and I can't be more happy to say that this podcast is in partnership with the Cacao Bar from Hotel Chocolat. All right, let's get back to the podcast. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Give me stew with him. Okay, we are recording. Joining me today via the means of Zoom, Ben of Royal Blood. Hey, man. Hello. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, before before we start talking records, um, let, let's have that chat that everybody has to have and 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 touch on like the the weirdness that was that has been the last year that hopefully, you know, we're, we're starting to find our, our way out of. How have you found that, um, Ben, like personally, and, and how have you found it creatively? Um, to, to be real honest with you, I've, it's been refreshing. Um, I know it's a terrible thing for a, a lot of people, and it, there are obviously lots, lots of situations where it isn't great, but... Um, Personally, for me, I, you know, I've been on the road for uh, five years, and it kind of forced us as a band to stop, <laughs> and it's given me a lot of time to reflect and just be at home and kind of enjoy life like that. Creatively, again, it's been, um, it's been brilliant because we've we've written an album during this pandemic and um we've had this kind of like we're in the studio recording it in march and we had to stop and once we stopped we we have another studio here in brighton and where we can just go and kind of carry on and another four or five songs kind of came out of that writing session which when we were, were allowed to go back um to the studio uh, we had, you know, the album totally changed for us, and you don't normally get that extra time to kind of be creative and and add those things. So, yeah, it's been it's been all right. I mean, obviously, other things haven't been great, not being able to see friends or family. Um, but yeah, on a on a personal level, it's been okay. It's actually been all right. Okay. Well, let's talk records and uh, and let's kick the track list off. Um, for track one, uh, Ben, I'm going to ask you for the song that you regard as having the greatest ever intro, please. Okay, this is a great question, and I had I had around four or five songs that um, I could have I could have easily chosen here. You can throw some honourable mentions in if you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Danger on the track by Europe has an incredible intro as well as the final countdown. Um, I think we can all agree on that. Um, uh, 
uh, Jungle Boogie has an oh. incredible with a gong. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick to my rock and roll roots here and go with uh, Biffy Clyro living as a problem because everything dies. Because one, it's just genius. Two, it, make, it makes me laugh how ridiculous the intro is. It just goes on for so long. And I can imagine we have um, the same, we're on the same record label as Biffy. And when I first heard that, that song, I could imagine them playing it to the record label and just how, how intense that situation would have been <laughs> and, how, and just how funny, yeah. And so, in regards to intros, um, I'm, I'm always fascinated when, when I talk to songwriters just to, 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 to how they approach them now in, in a world of TikTok and Snapchat where attention spans are rapid uh, and and I wonder how that sort of filters through to a to a songwriter. Are they? Is that a consideration for you when writing songs now? That whole kind of grab them from the instant. I, I think there is definitely that side of things. I think there are songs that benefit from that. For us, it was um, "I Only Lie When I Love You." Is I mean, it's the first thing said on that. And you have Bon Jovi with you know "Shatter the Heart," and that's like. Bang, you're straight in. But I think the more well-known Bon Jovi song is Living on a Prayer, which has that mm. very slow intro and it kind of gets you revved up and prepared for it. So I think both work and, um, yeah, I think I think intros are, are a fun, a very fun creative part of music. I, I was chatting to... Um... Uh, who was I chatting to? I think uh, uh, the, the, the producer and, um, and former Human League... Um, oh, it's Martin Ware, and, and he was saying something on the lines of uh, wh- whatever the, the cut-off point is now on radio, it's something quite quite short where you have to hit the vocal by X amount of seconds. And I find that, like, I find it pretty lame uh, that that's in place. But, you know, you just mentioned Living on a Prayer as, as a prime example there. Vocal takes a while to come in on that, you know, and there's so many intros that are like, absolutely fucking epic that you think would they get on the radio now and I find that yeah. really really interesting you know absolutely I agree I think I understand the the radio thing especially like Radio 1 for instance when the listeners do need you know that um, but I think a song can take you on a journey and it, you sometimes need to just wait mm. and be patient absolutely and unfortunately it does seem that Patience is something that, that yeah, that, that seems to be diminishing slowly. And, uh, you know, it's that quick gratification, which, yeah, I, I think like every... And, and this is one of the things that I, I love about podcasts, to be honest, Ben. It's like, you know, with, with, with so many things, it's so fast and that quick fix, whereas a podcast does seem to be that moment where you put your headphones on and, and you kind of think, right, well, for half hour, I'm going to slow down yeah. and just kind of get stuck into a a long-form chat, and I kind of like the pace of that, you know. Maybe that's because I'm 47. Uh, um. But I think with, um, like, dance music, you get a real payoff for being patient. When that, when you're waiting for that drop and it's getting longer and longer and longer and, and it's kind of going down, like, all the frequencies are changing, go to, and then when it finally drops, the euphoria that comes over you mm. is unbelievable. 
And you wouldn't get that without having that journey before. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's take you back for track two, and I'm going to ask you the first song that you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Um, this would have been a, an emotional impact you, I would normally think of as a kind of a wow kind of mo moment for me, I guess. And it was, um, not, as in, not as in a sad emotion, it was a um, kind of an overwhelmed emotion was when I heard Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge. And it, I think it's just a moment that I remember. My brother had the album. I would have been four years old. But I remember going, he he lived, um, his room was at the top of, in, uh, we had an, like an extension. He lived up in the roof, essentially. And I remember him playing this music and he would have been a teenager, like 13 years old or something, 14. And I ran upstairs and he was, he was he's a bass player. And he was just jamming along to under the bridge, and I just had to get involved. And I didn't know what, I didn't have a drum kit at that point, and I just grabbed a tambourine and just started like just playing with this tambourine over the song. And I just remember it, like I needed to do something, and I needed to join in almost. And it, I think that emotion for me of I've got to be a part of this as well was something that I really remember. And uh, and obviously, as a musician and 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 and, and listening to your brother at such a young age, um, like playing along to to, to to something quite complex, you know, the, the Chili Peppers, especially bass lines. Um, when you sort of hear music at a young age, as, as you started to kind of listen to that more, was was music something that you would, as a listener, sort of deconstruct and start to work out how it was put together? Uh, sorry, at what age do you, were you talking about here? I guess you said yeah, formative years, I guess. Yeah, I think learnings... Like, I loved playing drums and learning songs. So it was uh, listening to those parts and how the, the little details, especially in drumming for me, came in. Um, so that would... Yeah, I was probably... Because at the beginning of drumming, I was just wanting to be the, the fastest kid at school you know but um yeah it's more when you get a bit older and listening to those things and developing your your craft definitely why, why drums i don't know it kind of picked me um i was lucky enough to have parents my parents weren't musical at all um but they allowed me to express myself Playing, it was just something that I loved doing. And I don't know, like, ever since I was real young and I got the pots and pans out. And, like, we didn't really have music playing in the house even. So it's a bit of an unusual one. So, what, the only sort of music that was on at the house would have been stuff that was coming from, from your, your brother in the extension? Yeah, my brother and my sisters. But, I, again, I didn't really listen to to that that often. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in a church environment and so every Sunday I'd be at church and there'd be music playing so I think um you know as a young kid going to church I I had a lot of friends in in the church but I um I didn't want to just sit there I wanted to again just play so um church was always better when you were playing drums <laughs> <laughs> And, and and where was that? Where where was home then? Where was growing up then? 
Um, just, I mean, I live in Brighton now. It was just a small village called Russington, which is just down the road, just down the coast. Nice place to grow up. It, yes, yeah, definitely. It was. It's quite sheltered. Um, it's where a lot of a, a lot of uh, retirement homes there and stuff like that, and very community based. Um, yeah, it, it was the kind of place where going, you know, going to the city, going to Brighton was quite an ordeal um, for a lot of folk. Track three. The song reminds you of your time at school, please, Ben. Uh, that's Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. And I remember this. I mean, I could have picked many songs again, but I was obsessed with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And that was on the soundtrack of it. And I think that actually that soundtrack for that game opened me up to a lot of music that I love today. What else was on now? Uh, Papa Roach was on that, Blood Brothers. Um, uh, who else? I can't even think now. But, there was, yeah, it was, it was great. Great soundtrack. Uh, I mean, the amount of people that have, have, have referenced Rage like, on, on, on this podcast over the years for, for whatever question, and it's one of them bands that you forget how old that music is now because whenever you hear it, it still sounds fresh as a fucking daisy. It just sounds as vital, as important, as big, as relevant as it did when it came out. It's just something about... It just sounds from a different planet. And, I mean, I don't know... Was that your introduction to Rage? Um, yeah, I think it was. And I think, yeah, like you said, it, it hasn't aged. It's It's rock and roll music that's... Riff, so riff-driven and has such a great um, feel and groove behind it. Um, and it, it didn't... Yeah, it didn't ever become, like, a a cheesy thing, you know? It didn't become... Go into that new metal thing, really. It, um, it kind of stood its own ground, mm. that band. So, how did you find school? Uh... All right, I was never great at school, um, but I I got through it. I was kind of the the kid that got along with everyone, and you know, kind of left everyone alone. <laughs> but I tell you what, drumming was a, a massive key to getting with the cool kids, because if you could if you could play Deftones or something like that, they'll be like, oh, you know, get Ben on the drums for every school performance or whatever. So that was definitely a, a good thing for me to be um, around. Well, I normally ask guests what they wanted to be when they were at school, but I guess the writing was on the wall already then if you're playing drums at, at school. Was, was a musician always what you wanted to do? Yeah, it's kind of it's all I really enjoyed doing. I, I mean, I liked playing football at a young age, but um, quickly learned that I was never going to, do that and to be honest I never thought I'd really make it as a drummer not because of any reason but luck really I think I'm very lucky to be in this position as I am and I was prepared with you know to be in this position by practicing a lot 
and playing in lots of different bands and and stuff like that. But it's it's a difficult industry to to make it in. Would you say you was confident at school? Mm, no, not really. Um, but I wasn't unconfident either. I was kind of just getting through it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Listen up. I've only got another new sponsor. Egg Fried. It's this super cool clothing label. And... If you're into sort of skating and street art and gigging and, and kind of like really cool art and throwing a little bit of Asian culture and, and the designer's kind of weird sense of humour in the mix, then you're pretty much there with the wonderful world that is eggfried.com. Now, they do these amazing punchy kind of graphic tees, hoodies and sweatshirts, beautiful art prints, as well as this, they have a denim range, all handmade in-house, all supporting the slow fashion movement. Not only that, they've given you a discount code, 10% off when you head over to eggfried.com. Just use the code EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D, save 10%. Go and get lost in the world of egg fried. Also, they've got a new kids range, and it's called Small Fried, and it's super cool, super cute. Um, And again, it's all over there in this wonderful world. Go and get involved at eggfried.com. I mean... Aside from confidence, let's let, uh, let's let's touch on sort of drive then, because you know you said that 
you feel lucky to be in the situation that you're in now. You know, you, 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 you've played huge gigs, the huge crowds, uh, in one of the most difficult industries there is to succeed in. Would you say you're driven? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think... Difficult question. I Because I, I, I do go with the flow quite a lot, and I do... Um, like to sit back and hear other ideas and I'm not so focused on a lot of things. There are certain things I'm focused on, but I'm I'm not... I don't know if Driven would come under anything that I really am, <laughs> to what be you, what, what do you mean by that? Explain that a little bit. Like, I I think I know people that are driven and I think they have a lot more focus and determination to get to their goals or whatever, where I'm kind of like, kind of take every day as it comes and see kind of guy, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Track four. First song you bought from a record shop, please. Okay. So I've, I've gone with a single because it was technically the first song and it was the wise guys ooh la la I mean, and i remember tune, right? it's, it is a tune and it's um i remember seeing it on an advert i think and nipping down to woolworths and and getting it i've i've still got it somewhere i'm sure so as you got older and and, and got more involved in music like you know do record shops become important places for you and and um, where do you stand on on sort of you know, independent record shops now? Um, I would definitely... I mean, Woolworths was my thing. I lived in a village and it was the, the shop to go to for your pick-a-mix and your your Robbie Williams. Um, so... I mean, shout-out to the island of pick-a-mix in Woolworths. It was something to behold, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I guess... I... I kind of grew up in a world where buying music st- was changing and you can now download it and there was Napster and LimeWire and all this stuff. And as a teenager, you're wanting to c- consume everything, so you're illegally downloading everything, um, not just music. Mm. Um, so, uh, so record stores weren't a massive thing, I guess, um, until, yeah, I guess the last ten years for me. I, I mean, I bought a lot of music when I, the iPod came out. That's when that's when it changed. I used to, you know, every birthday want an iTunes voucher, and I had a massive catalogue um, on there. And but then obviously Spotify's changed everything. And I guess when that came around, I started getting into collecting vinyl. And got myself a nice, a nice system, and that's how I really like to enjoy a lot of music. When you're, you know, in front of you, and you can read everything and look at the artwork, and it's in your hands, it's a, it's a nice feeling. But I think, so yeah, record stores are really important. Independent record stores, definitely. Okay. So I'm going to ask you for track five uh, for the song that soundtrack your years clubbing, please. Now, this would have been 
Uh, Justice and Simeon, we are your friends. And it was kind of, I was clubbing during that kind of indie, kind of indie rock era where the killers had started, you know, coming up and Block Party and all those kind of indie bands, Kings of Leon. And this, this song was like, I just remember hearing it in, in clubs after all of that. It kind of got shoved into that pile, you know. It was the most electronic, indie-sounding thing, really. It felt, didn't it, like all the indie bands were getting, like, French, sort of French producers remixing at that point. Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah, that, that just brings me back to being 18 and going out, really. And where was that, in Brighton? No, I would have been going out in Worthing and it was actually Borgna Regis. There was a, uh, a little club that we, my band used to play in and it was called the Mud Club. And there was a night at, at that place called Goo, um, which we used to all go to. And there was these two DJs who uh, who would play all, play all your bangers for you. Nice. Is that you- I mean, I, I hope I always get this story right, but do, do you know the story behind that Justice versus Simeon? Do I know the what, sorry? The story behind it, how it come about. No. So a, around the time of, of that kind of explosion of Sebastian and their banger remixes of everything, um, Eddie Temple Morris uh, used to have a show on XFM called The Remix, and, and it was a time when everyone was doing mashups as well. And from what I gather, that was one that was sent in that was a mashup of Justice and Simeon Mobile Disco, and Eddie grabbed hold of it and started to rinse it. I mean, message me if I'm, I'm, I'm speaking wrong, listeners, but that is how I believe that that come about through a mashup sent in to, to Eddie's show. And I mean, that to this day still stands up as well. It's a wonderful electronic record, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Okay, I'm going to take you home for track six, Ben. Uh, Favourite song from an artist from your home county, please. Well, it would be wrong if I didn't say Led Zeppelin, Immigrant Song on this. Um, it's just such a an influential song as a drummer um, with, you know, John Bonham being one of the greatest um, and that, that beat and just everything about it is so... It, it it makes me want to go out and party. It's like, as soon as you hear it, it's, it's like that kind of thing when you hear Back in Black as well. It's like, oh, you've got to, you know, oh, you, I don't know, just spark something in you. Like you a call of arms, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and when you hear that, you're like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Yeah, I just love it. But you know that people must get that from your records. Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, we've had a lot of people like listen to it in the gym and stuff because it just it can rev you up and yeah, yeah running and yeah all sorts. And, and just b- b- before we get on to the last track, just talking about you know we've not spoke about the band too much. We'll talk about the, the, the new record uh, before we're done. But just interesting to know from you know from a, a sort of somebody looking at him. How, how did you deal with the fact that as as somebody that that was been playing your records in the clubs over the years, like it felt to me, and I'm sure you'll say, no, we was, you know, we, we was, 
you know, gigging, gigging the toilet venues to death before this happened. It felt like the minute I heard the name Royal Blood, then all of a sudden, Royal Blood were everywhere. And it felt like it just went bang. And I just wonder how you found that time when all of a sudden it just, you know, it just exploded. Yeah, well, like you said, for us, we had we'd been in training for a long time and we had played all those venues and it was hard for us to get a gig anywhere. Um, but it, it did happen quickly with Royal Blood. I think it was just the right time we had, uh, you know, a couple of songs that really f- felt good to play and felt loud and um, kind of impressive, you know, when you're in a small venue, kind of blew your head off. Yeah. Um, so we had, a, yeah, a great force behind that. And then, yeah, things obviously picked up quite quickly. Um, and it was, it was kind of just a strap-in moment. Just you're on a... We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long this is going to last. Let's just enjoy it. And we kind of still are. We still are. You know, and until the this whole pandemic hit, we were still going. And, um, yeah, it's not until now that you can really reflect and answer that question. Um, yeah. It was when you touched upon something earlier when you, you sort of said, when I asked if you was driven, you was like, no, you know, a lot of the time I like to sort of sit back and, and watch and, and, you know, and take it in. Um, are you the sort of person that, you know, to, to see that all of a sudden Royal Blubber winning awards, like huge awards everywhere, and, you know, you're finding yourself at, you know, I, I guess all of these big parties and playing some amazing festivals and, you know, I imagine meeting your heroes and things like that. Like, are you the sort of person that can sit back in them situations and just think, I'm just going to fucking enjoy this? That's, that's, that's me all over. I just take every day as it comes and... You, you know, you worry about the next day, oh, you know, when it comes. So all of those things you kind of accept and they're all they're all things that if you actually focus on, it will make you go mad and make you overthink things. And so it, I think it's just so important just to sit back and enjoy what's, what's happening because you can only control some of it. You know, you can only control your performance and where you're where you're doing those things, and all all the rest comes from the fans and uh, media, I guess, and, and people who are, have got something to say about your music, and that's where it spreads. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Absolutely. Final track. I'm going to ask you, you can play DJ now, Ben, and uh, I'm going to ask you to tell me uh, a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear. Um, again, that's a, that's a quite a question, isn't it? Because there's... And I, I've really thought about what people would expect me to play, I guess. Um, but I've gone with Frank Ocean and Lost. Um, I'm a massive fan of his records and... I think creatively he's incredible. Um, and this song was just saying when I, when I heard it kind of just made me relax almost and smile and just sit back and just enjoy that, that record. Um, so I'm going to go with, yeah, Frank Ocean lost. Wonderful. Ben, we put together a, a Spotify playlist to accompany the podcast. So, uh, People can go and explore all the songs that you've, you've chosen today. Um, as we find, you know, we're, we're heading into March 2021 at the moment. Um, we have a lot of optimism now uh, that the, the summer may even see festivals going ahead and and gigs returning uh, and, and just the, the simplicity of being able to go and hug your friends. Um, what are you looking forward to uh, happening this year personally and what's coming up professionally? Um... I'm looking forward to the summer and being able to see my mates and my family and having a barbecue in the garden and a beer. That's, I'm really looking forward to playing a gig of, um, as well. It's been a long time. But, um, again, every day as it comes, you know, we don't want to rush into these things and make a massive hoo-ha out of it. And we want everyone to be safe and feel good when they come through those doors. So... Um, we're just going to wait until then and yeah, just get this album out, which will be out on yeah April 30th. And it's just going to be great to be able to share, share our, our music with people again. What can people expect from the new record? Um, it's a, a bit more dancey and French, I guess. Um, it's, it's a, just a progression of Royal Blood. It's still Royal Blood. It's, it's still heavy. And when you hear these songs live, it'll, they'll transform again. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's something that we're really proud of um, musically and definitely lyrically with, with Mike. It's something that he's gone into um, deeper than he has before. So there's a lot of different characters in these songs that um, we're yeah, looking forward to getting out there. Wonderful. I can't wait to hear it. Ben, thanks so much for your time today, mate. Thank you very much. Pleasure. No worries. Take it easy, mate. Nice one. See ya. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Ben. Um, Glorious. 
What solid song choices there. I mean, that's definitely one to venture over to Spotify and get stuck into because, uh, yeah, some absolutely raucous bangers there as well, um, which is, I guess, what you would expect from uh, from a Sticksman uh, from Royal Blood. Um, can't wait for you to hear the new Royal Blood album. Um, I've had a sneaky listen, and it's ace. Um, and, yeah, and just once again, thank you so much uh, for getting behind this podcast. Um, and, yeah, please continue to to give us a like and a love and a retweet and a share when you see us on the socials. Um, and if you've got any mates that like hearing people chatting away about records, then um, point them in the direction of this podcast. And if you subscribe to this, oh, mate, that will be amazing. And any kind of reviews, uh, it all helps.